1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on yet another dramatic night of Scottish football Rangers will appeal the yellow card shown to match winner Alfredo Morelos for diving in last night's victory at Livingston The result means the title could be won this weekend With Celtic's trip to Dundee United playing a key part And Hamilton suffer a late blow to remain bottom of the table I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Yeah, not the prettiest performance from Rangers last night But none, nevertheless, Stephen Gerard will take huge joy from another 1-0 victory another clean sheet another step closer to the title that could be wrapped up this weekend if everything goes their way um, so he'll be pretty happy even though there is controversy and I'm sure we'll chat about that later and also for Hamon almost getting over the line but just snatch right at the death for an important three points yeah, interesting game last night, Gordon. Uh, never witnessed the Rangers manager so excited in 90 minutes. Uh, obviously, he was right up for it. He knew how important the game was. And obviously, the talking point will be Morelos. And I think that Hamilton Aki's and their supporters will be a bit disappointed today. They had a three points in their hand, Gordon, but a terrific goal from the cup winners brought it back and it was one point each. So the relegation fight is still on. Yeah, a lot to get through tonight 0141 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Naturally the game in Livingston last night Will take a lot of your thoughts I would imagine The victory first and foremost Don't forget you can actually talk about the football And, and what it means for the title race this weekend I'm sure the controversy with Alfredo Morelos is yellow And Stephen Gerrard's red is in there Celtic fans, how are you now feeling? Ahead of the weekend Is Hamden's Euro hosting in doubt? We'll look at that And potentially a 22 game season uh, For Leagues 1 and 2 So lots to get through And if there's anything we've missed Just pick up the phone 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's start with the actual football The result, the outcome That should always kind of take uh, precedence I suspect that the phone lines Will reflect the controversial side of things a bit more um, But it was a win Rangers left it late Morelos scored the goal And ultimately Mark It means the title could be won this weekend Rangers would need to beat St Mirren on Saturday And then hope that Celtic do not do the business At Dundee United on Sunday It is extremely close Yeah uh, it's remarkable that You know Rangers can have the title Wrapped up before the split I think if we said that before the start of the season uh, You would have been laughed out of here I don't think anyone Would have predicted it Would have been as run away as this But it's all credit to Rangers As bad as Celtic have been And as many points as They have dropped Rangers have been Unbelievably consistent Consistent in defence And have enough up front When they're not at their brilliant best Like they weren't last night To get the job done They always have a Morelos Or a Roof Or someone A Kent A bit of magic That will pull them out the hole and to have the title wrapped up potentially by the weekend is incredible. Wasn't the prettiest game, wasn't the best performance last night, but still they they get the one chance, they go to the end, and it's a cliche. That's what champions are made of. They always get the job done no matter what, and Rangers have proved that this season. What did you make of the game overall, Gordon? Um, I thought it was poor quality, Gordon, I've got to say. I think Rangers had more than one chance. Mar- I thought Morelli should have scored with his... His back post effort with the header, I think he's more concerned of either uh, colliding with the post or hitting the goalkeeper. 
Uh, he was a man in the headlines because everyone will be talking about the penalty kick. Now, I'll make it clear. I think it's a stonewall penalty kick. Um, I was trying to build up some suspense. I was going to get to that and just yeah, you've just shown your hand. Yeah, I'm going early Hopeless tonight because so we can get to the the news quickly. Um, I thought it was a stonewall penalty kick, but then he brushes that aside, and as usual, he comes up with the winner. And for a centre forward standing there, three four minutes to go, and the ball falls. To That's you like your that. dream finishing. That's right up your street. Made, Taylor made for me. I was delighted for the boy. So he taps it in the back of net, and he's a hero. But the interesting thing is, you know about. He was booked for diving. It was never a dive. Uh, Rangers have appealed that. They'll probably win that. John Beaton, for me, I, I don't criticise referees gone. You know that. I like. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you hold your your thoughts on that one? Too quickly. We'll, we'll, we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> this show's going to be done <laughs> by ten past. He's in ruin. I'll get somewhere to go. Right. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. There's lots to get through with that stuff. There's no point in you give, giving us all your words of wisdom. You're so wise. People want to hang that's on just a little. It's going to be the pundit. It's eight minutes past six. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't mind it when you give a. Flavour, but he's already he's he's covered <laughs> off the result, what it means, the goal, Morelos, Stephen Gerrard, John beaten by eight minutes past That's six. That. Up the road, <laughs> Stanley <laughs> and Jim. Let's go. Get are, we keep it, are we keeping you? Oh god. Right, right okay. let's hear from Stephen Gerrard. He says it's out of order that Alfredo Morelos was booked for diving instead of getting that penalty. He says John Beaton, the assistant and the fourth official had a clear view of it and they then refused to talk to him about it afterwards. It's a blatant penalty, it's a stonewaller. Um and I'm someone who wants to support officials because we're all human and we'll make a mistake. But what I can't stand for at this level is three three people making the same mistake. They're all got clear views at it. I could see it and I'm the furthest away. There's three officials at this level who all get it wrong together. I can't have that. I asked for an explanation, he refused to speak to me. I asked him for an explanation and the explanation I wanted is why have three people missed a blatant stonewall penalty? Not one, because I'll go with one. I'll go with a mistake. We're all human, we all make them. But I can't have three at the same time that are all looking at the instance. The linesman's looking straight at it with nothing in his way. Fourth official on the side's looking at it with nothing in his way because I was behind him and I could see it clear. And the referee's right on top of it. I'll go with a mistake from one of them, but not with three. It's unfair. It's not right. It's a stonewaller. They've missed one, and, and it's bang out of order. I think I'm entitled to a conversation, but obviously not. Let's bring in Darren, who's a Rangers fan, going to kick us off tonight. Hi, Darren. Hi, guys. How's all doing? Hope you're all doing well. Thank you. Um, yeah, obviously just listening to Stephen Gerrard there. Um, I do obviously agree with what he was saying uh, about the penalty. Um, obviously from different angles yeah, It's hard to obviously tell um, From different camera angles But obviously there was contact made Morelos did get a tap of the ball um, And obviously did get uh, contact made On I think it was his left foot So with the contact that was made That's when obviously it's a penalty So the booting for diving It's, it's a remarkable one to be honest um, And I think for Stephen Gerrard To uh, obviously receive the red card that's a bit beyond me as well because how can he walk up to John Beaton and obviously say, right, it was out of order, get a yellow card for it, walk away, and then suddenly he never says anything and he gets a red card for it. How how can a decision be made just as quick as that? Okay, two points then, and let's separate them out. First of all, Gordon DL Youth. Um, I'm finished. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. You can just take a back seat. Mark Wilson, was was it a dive, was it not? No, it was a stonewall penalty. And I, I'm one for when I watch football and I see things happening live, I'll shout out like many people do. And I, I sat up right away, that's a stonewall penalty. And they showed it right away. 
And again it just confirmed um, I think you see Morelos gets there first I think he's the goalkeeper comes in he, he certainly makes contact with his leg And it is enough to put him down um, John Beaton has to be sure That that's a dive to, to go ahead and book him And that's what's incensed Stephen Gerrard um, Now Stephen Gerrard Do you think to, Is there a middle level there as well Where even if he doesn't think it's a penalty He doesn't have to give that But he, he doesn't have to You know He could not give the penalty But it doesn't mean he has to book Well Morelos. there can be instances Where players go down That are off balance Without any contact That doesn't mean That I suppose that they've Went out their way to dive John Beaton So obviously Seen that as He has dived And tried to con the referee To get a penalty mm-hmm. Hence he showed the yellow card So You can see Stephen Gerrard's frustration um, Now The the thing that does annoy me Is that managers can't speak to To the referees I know there's a time and a place But I read Brian Rice The other day Having a similar pop That he thinks It needs to be two way Respect He was going on about the, the tackle With the young boy Hamilton At Hibs mm-hmm. And he tried to have a conversation Brian Rice was spoken to In a way that he didn't like And he felt there was no respect And Stephen Gerrard Now we don't know what Stephen Gerrard says Because the cameras uh, The audio didn't pick it up He was obviously annoyed But He seemed calm enough On, on camera He seemed like He was asking Why it wasn't given And John Beaton Has, mm. has reacted very quickly Um I just wish there was some way that they could Referees mm. could take the time It would take 20 seconds To say look I thought That was a dive I may have it wrong I may not have And it diffuses the situation But this whole stance that they stand there Go away Go away go. I don't want to talk to you I think it's pretty You know it's pretty degrading to managers Whose livelihood um, albeit Stephen Gerrard's livelihood doesn't depend on that But the other side Brian Rice's does Mm-hmm. And they're just dismissed but, but so easily Matt, Matt, I'll throw but Back to the penalty first of right. So you thought it was Storm It should have been a penalty Storm It shouldn't have been booked no. A Rangers are right to appeal And they'll win it Yes Okay right. um, And Mark says Straight away he thought it was a penalty The only thing I would say about that Is I'm not sure Everyone will feel that way I go back to last night We were in the studio yeah. Andy Halliday Who's a former teammate of Alfredo Morelos And you know, if there was any doubt that he would be on Morelos's side, for instance, not that that necessarily matters, but as soon as it happened, he gave me the old universal sign for diving. You know mm-hmm. the one, yeah, yeah. Um, two hands together and said, "That's a dive." And then when we saw it back from behind the goal, particularly because that's the one where you see the contact on the on the the shin, um, it kind of looks a bit differently. Mark says he knew it was a penalty in f- at full speed. What about you? Uh, no, I I'm, I think a lot of people will be in the same boat as me, Gordon. If you're honest. When I, so Mark's not honest He's just lying No No but A lot of people No A lot of people say Well I knew it was just Apparently right Now I'm going to be honest I didn't When I seen it at first I thought Oh that looked a bit of a dive The way he went down But then it took a replay For me to say Yeah So definitely Apparently kick Obviously Mark's more experienced the Looking at his Apparently kick situations Than I am He's given a few away Yeah he's given a few away But It's definitely Apparently kick So I think a lot of people out there would probably... Are you willing to cut the ref any slack on that then, given that, um, to be fair, he was in the stadium and you weren't, so he was a lot closer than you, but you know, given that he gets it once and it's at full speed... Right, I, I agree with that. I think someone can make a mistake, but you've got other people there to help you, Gordon. Now, the fourth official, I don't think, has got their greatest view, but your assistant referee will have a good mm. view of that, so he should be able to... So basically, the two of them together have got it wrong. Now, I think that they should have got that spot on the money. 
Unfortunately, I thought John beaten at half time going back to that situation. Now, Mark says about managers going, and I, t- I was a manager, Mark's been a manager. We t- you totally understand, you get you get caught on things. But if you're saying that managers should be allowed to come on at half time and say, I want to talk to a referee, what happens if David Martindale fancied going and having a chat with him last well, night? I think you're the, caught the, up in a situation. They, yeah, they, they try and discourage you walking onto the pitch to speak to them, don't yeah. they? I mean, that's. So I can understand Stephen Gerrard being. Angry And I'm not And you get caught up with it There's no harm in that He's went on He's had a few words with beating The one that I can't get With John beating is Now he's gave him a yellow card He was about to just call him John there wasn't he John. Like he's his uh, pal Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The, the thing The thing John, John's gave him a yellow card right <laughs> G- now, now All he had to do was Just Walk in the tunnel Up you go He didn't need Because see second yellow Stephen Gerrard's not even looking at him it was Gary McAllister at turned So you think one sim- yellow's enough And it, it sends yellow, the message yeah, And then you Sends the it- message Because I can't As much as the referee was wrong And I'm saying he's wrong You can't have managers mm. Come on and saying I want to talk to you at half time Because David Martindale's Got every right to then say Well hold on a minute I didn't fancy that challenge That was given there It should have been free kick So it opens a can of worms So I can understand the referee saying No you're not talking to me I'm going up the tunnel But the two yellows I think John Beaton will regret that Darren, will Alfredo Morelos win his appeal tomorrow? Um, yeah, I reckon he will win it tomorrow Because obviously, as you were all saying um, John Beaton will probably have been looking at um, the game after afterwards mm. And he'll realise the mistake And to be honest, I do think that Rangers should have had At least more than one penalty as well Because I'm sure um, Atten, um had his shut or mm. arm pulled in the second half and that was that was on camera clearly. The referee was in front of that as well, so it could have been a second penalty there. But obviously, that never happened. So I think, even if, for instance, if we had not saying it's going to happen, but even if we had VR in that game, do you think that would maybe have changed the game completely altogether, or do you think it would have maybe have probably stayed the same? I mean, VR, Gordon, that would have given Morelos a penalty, wouldn't yeah. it? Because the, the, the threshold seems to have changed. Now, any touch, look at Stephen Davis, Antwerp, um, look at some of the others, they would have seen the contact. You would, you would, well, I, I don't know, maybe I couldn't say that with so much confidence because that we every time we get a decision that people disagree with, we think, oh, VR would have fixed that. Yet you watch VR down the road and still. Yeah. I'm not a fan of VR, plus, first and foremost, Gordon, but I would probably say that. I'd be surprised if John Beaton doesn't look at that when he goes home last night and say to himself, I've called that wrong. He's uh, made a mistake. Yeah, it won't be up to him now, of course, but it doesn't work that way. It'll go to the, a judicial panel tomorrow um, who, will, who will rule on, on the appeal, You know, having to ultimately prove that it was a, a refereeing error. So it won't, it won't be up to John Beaton here on in. Thanks to Darren um, from Bayliston. Let's bring in Kenny from Guruk and see what he's got for us tonight. Hi, Kenny. All right, lads. How are you? Oh, well, Kenny, how are you? Yeah, this is my favourite show of the week when the Dangerous Brothers are on together. I think they're great. Dangerous is one word for them. <laughs> Try working with them. Darren. <laughs> um, Darren covered uh, a few of my points. I mean, I'm not going to go on too much about the penalties. I think most people are um, of the same opinion after seeing it quite a few times that Morelis was brought down. He should never been booked and it was a penalty. And I believe the Itton one should have been a penalty as well. The more I'm more on about was... All night long, um, Livingston, I was very disappointed with them. They, didn't, they were fouling all the time. The amount of shot pulling that was going on the whole way through the game was unbelievable. Um, long, I mean, I mean, there's long ball and then it's just ridiculous. 
about four times, the keeper punted it right through into Alan McGregor's arms. And about another 10 or 12 times, it was people must have been going home. Rangers players must have gone home last night with sore heads, head on that ball away. It was just coming in all the time, high, long balls. Um, I get that it might not be pretty, Kenny, but do you know a degree of sympathy? I mean, if you're Livingston, right, your budget cannot even draw the comparison. I mean, I don't know who's Rangers' big money site. Kamal Roof's wage would keep the full Livingston squad going for goodness knows how long. They will finish top six and they've got themselves to a cup final. So in the interests of, of kind of looking after your, yourself, I know it might not be pretty, but do you know, have a bit of sympathy as to why they would just find a way that, that works for them? I knew you would come back with that and I, I can see where you're coming oh, from. Very predictable. But I thought... I just think, I mean, they could try and play a bit more football. The park, I mean, the park doesn't integrate football, I don't think, anyway. I mean, uh, I can't even watch the tough parks. It's just a big pet hate of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought last night, Livingston, just the amount of shirt pulling the whole way through the game. Somebody get punished. I mean, I think they ended up with about seven red card, uh, seven yellow cards, sorry, um, over the course of the game. Some of them for shirt pulling, some for other things, but for some fouling. They just didn't want to let the game flow at all. And I, I, again, if you're playing a team of a sort of, well, due respect, maybe higher class of player, then I know they've got to sort of try and sort of even up slightly. But mm. I was just very disappointed with them. Listen, I, I couldn't agree more, Kenny. I, I said to Daz when I, I came in um, to the studio today that the game last night was so low in quality, and particularly for a living. Now, I've been a big fan of Livingston and David Martindale for what he's done. I know they went through an incredibly difficult 90 minutes, but last night they were so poor in possession, continually just kicking it along. Some of the passes were just aimless. I mean, sometimes I'm scratching my head going, did they see something I didn't know? The ball's going out of place. So if you're a Livy fan, it was incredibly frustrating. Rangers, though, I suppose it's a type of game that you just have to deal with. When teams... Don't want to take risks Passing round their 18 yard box Or into midfield Where Rangers better players are And I think David Martindale Took a look at Rangers strength And thought We'll play percentages We'll try and play in the final third uh, uh, And and give ourselves a best chance But is it didn't work out that way Is it be fair Gordon That I think Livy at times Can be unfairly characterised Because there have been times this season Where yeah they get the ball forward But they, they then play when they get mm-hmm. there And they've scored some <laughs> terrific goals And they've they've done a lot of good things Obviously last night wasn't their night And maybe the approach was particularly um, You know Not something that the Kenny Or Mark for that matter Wanted to see But this is an age old argument You're a tiny tiny club Up against the best team in the country And you just try and find a way Five five, five more minutes And, and they would yeah, have got a point yeah. out of it They ask, might have secured their Ask him that phones in here Like Kenny does and, and talks about the style of football Livingston play And put them in David Martindale's shoes They'll play the exact same way I have no problems with the way Livingston try and win a football game, Gordon, that's up to them because they are at a disadvantage. They're playing the best team in Scotland with a budget that's incredible. Where I will agree is I don't like the pitch. I don't think it's it's there for great football. I've never really went to Livingston and thought, oh, I've really enjoyed that game of football. So Livingston played to a style last night that they thought they could upset Rangers. And it never worked. It wasn't, it wasn't the greatest game, but they could have mm. easily, without that goal right at the end, they could have easily got out with a point. So it showed you that it was nearly okay for them. But you're right. Sometimes you watch Livingston, especially away from home in grass pitches, they play some very good stuff. 
It's unfair the criticism uh, Livingston They were poor last night Mark's right about Hitting the ball out of the pitch And everything But they're up against The best team They've just lost A League Cup final Three days Four days prior So I'm not making excuses for them But I'm not going to blame them For the way they tried to play Kenny it was good to hear from you Hopefully we'll do it again soon But we're late for the travel So let's do that And we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard On Alfredo Morelos next you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 01419511025 to put your point to the panel. You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. Thomas Conroy says, "When did we start appealing yellow cards? I thought it was just red." Um, by and large, it is, but simulation is one of the. The outliers to that So simulation And mistaken identity Things like that You can appeal A yellow card um, I've seen a lot of this today Mark As if Rangers have just Decided to put in an appeal For something that you can't appeal And hope that nobody notices yeah. Let's assume that if they've appealed It's because you can And because there is a mechanism there And it is Simulation is one of them um, the, the only thing you would say Gordon Is a- appealing a booking for simulation Is to some people it'll be more about Kind of sending a message And getting Alfredo Morelos's His name cleared If you like And You know Yeah I guess bookings do top up But you don't You don't It doesn't change much If that makes sense You know If you appeal a red It's because of a The suspension That suspension, was following yeah. you off So often because it's simulation A lot of it's to To sort of stand up for your player And, and, and mm-hmm. get his name cleared Interestingly enough Mikey Has uh, tweeted and he says Since diving is probably going to be A high talking point on the show I thought it would, you'd like this It's a video of when Mark Wilson Got booked for diving Against Rangers At Ibrox Right I'm going to show you this And I know this doesn't work on radio But you can just watch along And let me know what you think Assess I, this I don't need to see it again I, I remember the incident And I was clearly <laughs> caught <laughs> No <laughs> I was clear as, I was clearly caught Now the television picture How does he go down they're, they're doing the cool down And you've just went down they, they, They're up the other end they, Of the park playing And you've went down Television pictures Don't do me any do Any favours there But no, no wonder you get booked for that Pesky TV cameras oh. <laughs> I was, To be fair It was a great run Your first oh, oh. Your, your first touch Was out of the stadium Did you see where your touch was? <laughs> that's that's where the ball was going. That, Gordon Watch where the ball goes That's the reason why You took a boom boom Interesting as well It was your old Your old sparring partner Papach That apparently got this touch on you Papach Mean I had Had some jewels in her time <laughs> I think I came out on top I noticed it was your big anniversary The other day Ten years to the ten day years, Your finest yeah. moment Ten years yeah. And I was thinking yeah, Ten years ago It's going Against Rangers and, and look what I'm doing now. I was having a fight with a skip company. That skip wasn't delivered in time, and I'm thinking how things have changed. They might have fallen. That's ho- that's horrible, that isn't it? That's how late does it go down? That is ridiculous. Genuine, it was a fool. He caught me in the suppo- heel. You were supposed to be a model professional, a young kid. I was. I was. I mean, ugh. anyway. Uh, you, you, you still arguing that's a penalty kick? That's a penalty. I There's swear. absolutely no chance that's a penalty kick. No. No, you don't think so? Absolutely yeah. no. Well, I know, I know the contact. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Two steps. Did you not say uh, Albina Yetis was apparently a few weeks ago for that tap on the? No, I didn't say no, that. You both but... said they were dives. That that one was a dive. Did you not? Know? What yeah. did he say was? Uh, oh, anyway. Greg Taylor's either nightmare. Greg was... Taylor. Yeah, was said Greg Taylor. Was that was more contact than Greg Taylor. No chance. No chance. Yeah. Papish was on the bench, and you still wouldn't do. All right, let's bring in Dave, who's a Rangers fan from Edinburgh. Hi, Dave. Hello. How's it going? Hi, Parrell. Hi, Gordon. Gordon, Mark. Hi, Dave. I've got a couple of points. Uh, to Gordon Dale, where he says that uh, there's no problem with Livingston playing the long ball. 
well, there's, there's small teams down England play in the FA Cup and they play the big teams. And they, they can manage to play football. And if you keep advocating the long ball, how, is, how are we ever going to get better playing, getting better football players? Scotland is a national team, better football team, if we just advocate the long ball. I don't agree with that point, Gordon. Is that Livy's responsibility, though, Dave? I think that's more what, what people are questioning. Is that, is that Livingston's Let's res- argue responsibility? that Livingston aren't a long ball team, Gordon. It may have been last night, last night they played yeah. a tactic to say, right, we'll try and get the ball into Rangers half quickly, try and get up the field, try and take a bit of pressure off. Livingston aren't a team that go every week and play in the Scottish Premier League and just kick the ball long and chase it. I think that's been disrespectful to Well, but this is what happens, right? 90% of people who listen to this show support Celtic Rangers and the majority of their experiences of viewing a Livingston is going to be against their team in these live televised mm. matches. But yeah, they don't do that all the time. That's not the way... No, I've seen I've seen Livingston playing some really good stuff. Uh, I've got to say, but last night, yeah, they they didn't play particularly well. They played the early ball up front. They tried to get maybe Rangers turn. Tried mm. to get up the pitch. So I'm not going to make excuses for uh, for Livingston because they're trying their mm-hmm. best to win a, a game of football against a team that's flying high at the top of the thing in Europe as well against all the players. And you mentioned one of the players could probably keep Livingston going for a long, long while on their wages. So I'm sorry, I'm not going to say that. And I, I don't like Dave come on. Oh, they're a long ball. We're we're, um, we're sort of a you know a thing being long ball game. We're not. We're not encouraging it. The Livingston are not a long ball team. Dave, see if Lyndon Dyke scores the winner against England at Wembley. I will be all over his Livingston education. Believe me. But but Scotland Scotland actually do play on the ground a bit as well, you know. But I mean. Listen, we all love football. We all watch football. Would you watch it if it was long ball all the time? No, you would switch it off, wouldn't you? And I mean, you're missing the, the point. It's not long pitches. ball why, all why the time. Why do not ban the plastic pitches? Because they're just a nuisance. You can't play proper football on them. David, I'll, I'll, I'm going to realise this. I'm going to agree with you in that one, right? So you've won that argument. I'm going to agree with you. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, Livingston are not tagged as a long ball team. Mark? No, I agree with us. They're not tags a long ball team, but last night, that's the way they played. It wasn't pretty. Now, I've been a fan of Livingston all season. What they've done is incredible. Um, but, like, I'm with Daz in the side of the argument that it's not their problem to entertain other fans out with their own fan base. Mm-hmm. And their own fan base will want be, them first and foremost to be, stay in the league yeah. or get to upset. Sorry to interrupt, but the, the Livy fans will be thoroughly entertained by this season. A season yeah. which got them to the top six in a cup final. So, oh, well, look at it. I mean, even two most recent games against Celtic. I watched, I watched the game last night and compared it to when they played Celtic uh, at, at their home part of the Tony McEnroe. And it was totally different Livy didn't play that way at all I know the snow was coming in Conditions were different But they were They, they strung some passes together Got some good success um, Last night just wasn't their night And you could maybe put that down To what happened three days previous Dave you want back in on that Or is it another point you want to move on to? I still, I still, I still disagree Because whether you're a Livingston fan I'm talking about a football fan All over the world mm-hmm. you, you, any fan, my own club, I wouldn't like watching that. Who's your own club, David? Fan, I would switch Rangers. that off. David, can I ask you a question? And Rangers, your own club, right? How many times a season do you watch Livingston? Uh, when they play Rangers. Right, okay. So you're basing it on that. You've never watched Livingston playing Hibs, Aberdeens, and Mark said they're Celtic and teams like that when they try and play football. 
Well I've, well, I've overseen them against Rangers, and as I say, it's been the long ball and the pool. As the guy said before, the 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 the, fouls, the, the amount of fouls was unbelievable. Just to st- stop, start the game, stop, and the waste in the time. Stop, start, stop, start. High ball. It was just. I, I mean, if it, if it wasn't for Rangers going to win the league, it would have turned it off. Is there not a, a compliment under there, Dave? Though, where this is just an acknowledgement that. They're up against a team That if they try and go toe-to-toe with them They cannot handle them And they just need to fight They need to do something different And they just need to mix it up And hope they can unsettle Rangers Is that not just a compliment To Rangers I mean You're going to go on and win the league It could be a couple of days time The style of football that Livingston played Does that really matter to you that much at this point? Yeah But what my point is You can still play football Because other teams Motherwell and so on Have played football against us Ah, to be and fair, still been beat. And, and at the end of the day Livingston still got beat So why not try and play football and mother, mother will get slaughtered On this show for Two banks of five Or whatever it was At Ibrox as yeah. well So You're um, negative football It does happen uh, Let's hear a bit more from Stephen Gerrard um, He's praising the persistence And patience of his team And Morelos For getting the win last night He says their quality Showed in the end And uh, that's what they missed In their draw against Livingston earlier in the season We played tonight With spirit With character I think to a man We stood up to the uh, the challenge that we knew was coming here, it's a difficult place to come. Davey gets the most out of them in different ways and it's challenging here, but I think we were the team that was trying to get the ball down and play and show quality and try and create. You know, we had the best two chances of the first half and then you could feel that like the goal was going to come. Obviously, a little bit of quality play at the end um, is what we missed here the first time we came, but we managed to find it tonight and I thought we deserved it. That's what top strikers do, they're in the right place at the right time. You know, I, I thought at one point it maybe weren't going to be his night, but credit to him, he never gave up. I thought the team showed really good patience and we stuck with it I think we've showed all season that we're not going to go away we're three points closer to where we want to be we're super close now uh, Thank you very much to Dave in Edinburgh uh, another David is on Twitter he says if Livingston go toe to toe with Rangers they'll be lambs to the slaughter some fans are wanting to remember how we made it to Manchester in 2008 instead of criticising teams for attempting tactical play says David on Twitter let's bring in Andy who's also a Rangers fan what jumped out for you last night Andy? Hi, it was just about the game last night. Um, John Beaton, right? John Beaton, I've got a problem with, right? And there's another couple of referees as well, right? When you hear any ex pros or even current pros saying that there's some referees that you can talk to and have a conversation, we never have a banter with. Um, John Beaton's no one of the names that pops up, but it seems to be the courts, the controversy. I mean, a couple of seasons ago, Ibrox, he quoted controversy, then later on, the scene in a club in Glasgow. Or a pub in Glasgow It was a well-known Rangers club um, Again, just to quote A bit of controversy And that you know, So um, The two cards I think I'm not sure about The, the red card for Gerard I don't know if that can be overturned But The yellow card Will definitely be overturned um, On appeal um, And It was just fitting That Morelos went on To score the goal And Gerard's response After it When he was asked about um, Morelos getting um, Targeted was, was Was classic It was absolute classic You know um, John Beaton just seems to be somebody that just wants to hog the limelight a wee bit um, and, and be the centre of attention um, along with maybe another referee Well just to, to, to be fair I mean what John Beaton's done previously or where he goes after I don't I don't think that's particularly relevant right now but what you two agreed with was Mark and you've been a professional more recently than Gordon um, okay. he won't mind me pointing out no. did, did you feel as a, as a player and, and managers will feel the same did you feel like more, more could be done to just maintain a, a more sort of informal level of communication with refs. Do you think that that would help? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the first point is when I was a player, yeah, there were some referees that you could happily have a conversation with, and it just diffused situations because 
you almost respected him more for saying, you know, just got on with it. Yeah, what do you think? I think you got that wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, got on with it and you ran away. It's the ones that stood there and told you, get away, get away with that kind of, you know, looking down on your school teacher yep. stature and it was never nice. Now, I heard that's what you've been doing to your boys at homeschooling. Oh, get geez, away. I, out I, my I, face. I can't wait. I've got a week to go. Can't wait. But anyway, moving into management. I experienced the same thing Even in the lower leagues Gordon Where there were some referees That would have a laugh and a joke You explain their decision And some that just would not take you on And I don't think it's a good thing for the game I think the game's now Moved on for the olden days Where referees were the headmaster On the pitch And you could not come near them Players were scared to get involved with them You know 20, 30 years ago There's got to be a level that referees can have a better relationship with players and managers Just to try and look at it from the other side Because we very rarely do from a referee's perspective If you are a referee and you've been on the pitch And a manager has, has gone out his way Not just even Gerard, But any time a manager has then come all the way onto the pitch t- To confront you as you go off at half time Are you not right to assume that it's unlikely to be a, a friendly conversation? Or c- could it wait? Can it wait till you go off? Can it wait? I did, to be fair, in these uncertain times um, I Stephen Gerrard's point was I think they were wanting to How how can I wait and talk to him inside Because we're in separate stands at the moment right? So that's different That's a logistical coronavirus problem But 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 even take that out of it Seeing a normal match day Referees, Daz will tell you As soon as you go in that tunnel They're very quick to get in the dressing room And you cannot get near them They're in their dressing room I, I went to chat to one after a game one time I had to wait 15 minutes A 15 minute cooling off period They had to sit and wait to, to chat to the referee Um, I just think Yes, managers do have a responsibility To keep the temper And keep it calm when they're speaking to them But I don't think there's a situation Where there's this barrier That referees are held that highly That players and managers can't even have a say to them It's, a, it's different cause, difficult because we're reading body language right? We don't mm. know what Stephen Gerrard said He might have called John Beaton something terrible I, d- I don't know um, But Mark's point earlier, Gordon Was it, it didn't seem like he was Ridiculously angry And then I think you're, You feel like One booking could have Could have just nipped it in the bud And yeah. then you leave I, it I, th- I think that John would probably look at that And think You know The yellow card was sufficient Gordon Because When he gave Stephen Gerrard the yellow card Stephen Gerrard then decided You know I'm getting into the dressing room here He started walking away Now whether he He come back with another remark or not We don't know But even if he does we're adults here We've all been in pitches Where we've heard bad language You hear what he calls you At the yeah. break ah, That's, that's not a problem um, But Instead of just saying Right okay I've dealt with it And getting into his dressing room And letting Stephen Gerrard Go away and cool down Everything would have been fine He's made the mistake mm. with Morellas He probably knows that But to, to give him that other yellow card I think just it was the wrong decision for him Andy disappeared I don't know where he's got to But it's time for us to get travel anyway Which means it's a great time for you to call Because you could be speaking to us next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson are here Two ways for you to get in touch At Clyde SSB on Twitter or on the phones 01419511025 So get in touch and let us know what is on your mind It doesn't have to be about Livingston Rangers last night But of course that's what uh, seems to be the main talking point But if there's anything else, Celtic fans Every night until you get a new manager Then the floor is open to throw some names in I've been enjoying hearing the suggestions So if you want to do that, um, feel free at Clyde SSB, like I say, or 
1025 um, Just while we uh, line up something Do you want to hear a bit from David Martindale? See what he had to say He admits it was disappointing to lose such a late goal He says Rangers were denied a stonewall penalty So he's no problem with that He says he completely understands Stephen Gerrard's reaction Disappointed to be honest Disappointed for the boys But probably got away with one in the first half Where Stonewall penalty it looks like So got away with one to be honest But to lose the game so late on in the game It's disappointing You're always going to be disappointed But I thought the performance was there tonight for the boys I thought the boys were fantastic Up until they just score the first goal That'd be the same of course you understand Your emotions in football especially they're chasing Was it title 55 They've not won the title for 10 years So to be that probably John's no John's no made a bad he's made a bad decision but he's not meant to make a bad decision but obviously your emotions take over at that point in time so I can understand 100% his frustrations um, This is interesting because you two think it should have been a penalty um, all, all the Rangers fans think it should have been a penalty David Martindale thinks it should have been a penalty I'm on, is there anyone out there who doesn't just out of curiosity anyone who thinks it is a dive and I, I know the way it works in Glasgow that will just invite a Celtic fan perhaps to say of course it was He's a cheat and why he's not calling out But I just wonder Gordon Very rarely do we ag- agree on things But David Martindale's even saying there Yeah he thought it was a stonewaller Yeah and I think he handled that very well Gordon when he said as well about Referee John Beaton He says look he's made a mistake He can understand why the Rangers manager's upset Everybody would be upset And especially with uh, the fact it was Morelos Because Morelos is an easy target Oh he dived and everything So you can imagine The Rangers managers out there Defending his player first and foremost I think that was uh, the, the biggest gripe that he had He wanted to defend his player uh, But well done he did Mardale Because he could either Easily sugar, mm. sugarcoat that Gordon He said look It was a stonewall penalty Everybody I think Knows it was a stonewall penalty And John Beaton Probably looks at it again And thinks I made a mistake uh, there was a line from Stephen Gerrard I think Andy One of the previous callers Alluded to it Don't worry about Alfredo He's got his top off Dancing to Sweet Caroline um, yeah. What was your go-to tune After the game What, what was the What was the oh, celebratory uh, song oh, I don't re- I don't know You've put me in the spot right? Yours was too long ago You'd have Joe Longthorne What was it No, is it no, no, room? no. 70s, 70s man You're yeah? 70s uh, no. disco That's <laughs> I, I was a wee bit Probably Lionel What's Richie type Dancing all on the ceiling long. That's <laughs> <laughs> your song. Yeah. So if 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 Wraith or Air won a game, you'd you'd stick Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling on. Uh yeah. Or the winner takes it all. I like that. I tell you what, see it, see it. Takes all. Abba, I love that one. At Celtic, um, about the 2010 period, 2011, uh, Charlie Mulgrew had this CD. Well, it wasn't a CD. It was on his iPod. It was a mix from some DJ at, I think it was Victoria's nightclub And he put it on It was all It was dance tunes We listened to the same mix Every single week so he was in charge He was, he was in charge Yeah I don't DJ. think the foreigners Appreciated it But all the Scottish boys loved it uh, Right 01419511025 uh, To join in At Clyde SSB In terms of The title Gordon This will now get everyone going And maybe something we'll explore uh, Later in the show And t- Towards the weekend, the, the 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 scenario was there. What's your going early on the prediction? Is it is it won this weekend? Um, the Celtic slip up and <coughs> did the Rangers win and then Celtic slip up on Sunday? No, I think that Rangers will win against St Mirren, um, and I think Celtic will get something at Dundee United win three points. Yeah, Mark Wilson. Well, Rangers will win. Um, I mean, Celtic are unpredictable. Can you say with any certainty that they will go away from home to Tanadice with Dundee United 
looking to close out in a top six place and well, win they're easily. Shooting, they're shooting downhill saying half mark. I don't know. Um, now nah, I'm going to say Celtic will win and it will go to, to Celtic Park. And is that desirable for the Celtic players? No, I don't think so. I think that would be the worst scenario. So why not just play a wee nil nil draw on the reserve side? Um, do you know I I will not be surprised. Semi seriously then, but what what is how how do you think Celtic will will view that? Listen, that, that you, I know that some fans will be on social media saying we sh- if Rangers win on Saturday that is Celtic should put out a, a setting string side and and take the hit then, but. Look, Celtic's about winning games No matter where you're in the league There'll be fans who tune in all over the world To watch Celtic win regardless So you've got a duty to them uh, no, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't buy into that going I think that'd be ridiculous I really do And you, the fact is, right Here's here's the one that I would look at the other way If Celtic beat Dundee United And I was involved in the Celtic I'd be wanting Rangers to come and beat them at Celtic Park You know, instead of saying Well, we don't want Rangers winning the league here What's to say If Celtic Football Club Are a club I think they are And Rangers would be the same You don't shy away And think Oh well Maybe lie down We don't uh, let Rangers Win the league What you do is You stand up and say We want to beat Dundee United And we want to beat Rangers Mm. It's as simple as that So I think we're in For a great uh, game At Celtic Park And it it could just be the case Mark And I appreciate I'm getting way ahead But if Say Celtic are to play against Rangers Play very well Win the game That might actually Just be the spark That might be the thing That people look back on As, as a turning point Where they got their act together A little bit And it gave Some people a bit more Belief And then a new manager Comes in And, and it grows from there You never know that No game is completely well, Let's remember wasted, is it? Rangers Are unbeaten This season In the league Celtic I mean, going to say know, For instance On the flip side Ranger, Remember that that first win that Rangers got against Celtic yeah. the first win in a while what what that meant symbolically just to exactly it's a statement now Rangers we all know Rangers are going to win the league but there's this thing you know the the invincibles in the league this season if Celtic can you know win at Tannadice on Sunday if Rangers win Saturday Celtic win at Tannadice they can take that away from Rangers it's in their hands to say you are not as good as we were you know, under that Brendan Rogers Invincibles It's a huge character angle And for John Kennedy Listen, he has to win every game To be in with any realistic chance Of getting the Let's job Let's bring in Alan and Bathgate Hi Alan Good evening panel How's it going? I'm fantastic, thank you I'm living up How are you doing? Probably not as good as you By the sounds of it But <laughs> absolutely fine What's your point tonight? Uh, I've got a couple other points I just uh, want to make sure Mark's alright With a sad face me? I'm, yeah, I'm good, why? No, sad face? Yeah, yeah, Because I played for Celtic Yeah, yeah. Oh, Listen, I'm alright I don't play for them anymore You manage breaking How sad, <laughs> how sad can you get? <laughs> I just thought the night diving though Oh, oh the dive is hor- horrible honestly. It was a dive, oh, Alan It was a dive Don't stop right, What about I last night, Alan? I've not seen it I'll send it to you What about last night, Alan? Oh, that's fantastic the game itself was quite boring. Just maybe Livingston were always trying to break up play and they were constant fouling. But Rangers never gave up. They always had a few chances and they eventually took one. Yeah, it's a bit of a cliche, right? But I, I'll say it again. Is that the type of game Rangers wouldn't have won last season? You keep hearing it. Aye, aye, the, possibly. It's you, know, true. you know what? It's when you looked at the, 
the tail end of the game and potentially it could have just ran into a nil-nil and that wouldn't have mattered anyway in the overall title but you look at guys like Stephen Davis last night who from about the 70th minute he was good all game but from about the 70th minute you could see that he wasn't accepting that this was going to be nil-nil he was a driving force he was trying to make things happen it's his shot eventually that then falls to Morelos and, and that's the difference this season to, to other seasons with Rangers to close out things and go over the line Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Apologies, Alan. I didn't realise quite how late it was. Hopefully, we'll catch up with you soon. It is Beat the Pundit time. Thursday night's Beat the Pundit is always a highlight of the week. If you want to take part, 0141 951 1025. Come on here. Get one over on DL or Wilson and win a signed ball. It's that simple, but the lines do close at 7, so you better be quick. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here Here for an, another hour So plenty of time to get your calls in On 01419511025 We kicked off hearing from Stephen Gerrard Lots of fallout from that game last night Was it a dive? Should Morelos have been booked? Will they win the appeal? What about Stephen Gerrard sending off um, Livy's style of play has been called into question On the phones as well So there's lots uh, to take in from there If you want to revisit them Absolutely fine If you've got something Else on your mind Maybe Celtic search for a manager Maybe Celtic's uh, Feelings going into the weekend Where they potentially could Hand Rangers the title Or not uh, Let us know 01419511025 And we'll do this first Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football you two are very, very lucky, can I just say? Why? Because the pundits were on a clean sweep for the last two and a half weeks, and we were desperate to get the listeners. And I, you two could have had the embarrassment, the shame of letting the winning run go. But Jim Duffy uh, did it last night. It was a two-one win to Graham and Renfrew. Oh, it was classic! A classic. A classic. And by the way, it's been low scoring this week. Hugh Keevens one nil mm-hmm. on Monday, two-one last night. Four-one. Did you win on Tuesday? Did you? Four-one. I think you had a nightmare in there as well, or was it not? I, I just always assumed I always associate you with, uh, with nightmares and beat the pundit. No, no I didn't actually. Four right. one. No. I, was a, I, convinced, I put the fear factor back into people. <laughs> Plenty of time to change that tonight. Let's bring in Chris, who's a Celtic fan from Rosyth. How's it going, Chris? Hi, good evening, Gordon. How are you? Yeah, all good. Thanks. A bit quiet for you, Celtic fans, this midweek, Chris, because no game, and you know the, the managerial search is still at that very early, early stage. What, what are your thoughts on that at the moment? Um, obviously, a regular call at the show, Gordon. Um, I, I just think that there's no point in, in jumping into feet. I think appointing John Kennedy out of them is the, the correct decision. I've listened to obviously Gordon and the Alex saying things, and I think it is right. There's no point in appointing anyone else between now and the end of the season because who else is actually going to take the job? Mm. I think if they're looking for someone that's in role, potentially Steve Clark, um, I know, you know, tying the sky stuff about the Dirty Martinez and Sean Maloney, which I think would be the, the dream to know. Um, but for me, anyhow, young, ambitious, um, used to working on a, on a budget and probably fancy challenge, obviously, trying to go up against Stephen Gerrard as well. I can't believe no one referring to you two as the dream duo, but there we go. <laughs> maybe maybe one day. Uh, right, let's play Beat the Pundit then. I'll toss the coin if it's heads, it is Mark Wilson. And if it's tails, it will be Gordon DL. And it's heads, it's Mark Wilson. But you've not played in ages, by the way. Come on, Chris. Have you? I played last week. No, you didn't. I played last week. I won last week. Right, no, you before didn't. that. Yeah, I played last week I played four in a row So you couldn't have played right. last week Look at you I was on Monday you, last you week You told no. lies ah, about I was on Monday He was on Monday So he told lies about no. diving 
Now you're telling lies he about had an emergency week. appearance, remember, on oh, Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, d- I didn't listen. Right, OK, let, let's give Mark some <laughs> Clyde 2 to listen to, just so that you can't steal Chris's answers. Chris, 30 seconds on the clock. You're head-to-head with Mark, and you can pass. That is the key. If you don't know, pass quickly, and we'll move on, all right? Thanks. Right, good man. 30 seconds. Time starts now. Name either side Celtic could face in the third round of the Scottish Cup. Arbroath. Who left the manager's job first, Gary Holt or Stuart Kettlewell? Gary Holt. Who left Rangers for Parma in July 2018? Bruno Alves. Who did Scotland play in the opening match of Euro 2020? Czech Republic. Stevie May left St Johnston for which English side in 2014? Sheffield Wednesday. Which Celtic player is currently on loan at KV Ustend? Uh, John Henry. Jack Henry, sorry. Uh, okay, okay. Forgive my pronunciation if that was uh, miles off. Let's bring back Mark Wilson. Can you hear us? Yeah. Same set of questions to you. Thirty seconds on the. What, what, what's the verdict, Gordon? Oh, I like the boy. I like Chris. I think Chris has got a future. Yeah, Chris is Chris is right up there. Look at his face. Do you know what he, I love about this? Oh. He totally gets under your skin when he, he does. does this. You always oh, panic. I start to panic. See if he gets the first one. Wrong. Exactly. See if the first uh, the bottle Chris will crash. The, bo- the bottle will burn its way. Look, he's one of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> right. Same questions to you. Thirty seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Name either side Celtic could face in the third round of the Scottish Cup. Who left their manager's job first Gary Holt or Stuart Kettlewell Uh, Stuart Kettlewell Who left Rangers for Parma in July 2018 Who does Scotland play in the opening match of Euro 2020 Czech Republic Stevie May left St Johnston for which English side in 2014 Preston Which Celtic player is currently on loan at KV Ustend Jack Henry Who are the only Scottish Premiership team With a goal difference of zero uh, St Mirren Okay okay Chris surely you've done enough He was all over the shop there Has he? Chris done I enough? Don't know. I, th- I think he might have gone With uh, the Stevie May question I don't know it's quite tight though. Uh, By the way Is it? You, you pulled that right out of the hat Did you know? What do you think? I think Mark's with uh, Stevie May's definitely right as, I'm not giving Is away it? But it's Preston Is it? Yeah it's Preston Is it? I'm not even confident in Preston Name either side Celtic can face in the third round of the Scottish Cup Mark Wilson You had the choice of our Broth or Falkirk None of them right I should really know that Chris got it 1-0 to Chris Yep Uh, Listen You can get back on track with question 2 50-50 Who left their manager's job first Gary Holt or Stuart Kettlewell You said Stuart Kettlewell It's Gary Holt (laughs) And Chris got that (laughs) 2-0 To Chris Uh, Who left Rangers for Parma In July 2018 You said Kyle Lafferty Chris said Bruno Alves And it was Bruno Alves Oh no (laughs) (laughs) Why did I say Kyle Lafferty Who was he? 3-0 To Chris 3-0 Take a dive Take a dive (laughs) (laughs) Who did Scotland play In their opening match Of Euro 2020 Czech Republic You got that I thought we were getting a zero He would have laughed From now until 8 o'clock If you'd got a zero Chris got it as well He's done and dusted He's he's still three ahead Stevie May left St Johnston For which English side In 2014 He played for Preston But he went to Sheffield Wednesday First and Chris got it And marked it No way Chris. This is a doing. This is an absolute massacre of Mark Wilson. And um, which Celtic player is currently on loan? Um, KV Ustenda. 
Chris, we we do not accept your first answer, and you said John Henry. You then each Stephen. You cannot be laughing at anybody. Stephen Henry. Chris, the good thing is I don't feel so bad about this because you're wiping the floor with him. So I'll give him Jack Henry. Who are the only Scottish Premiership team with a goal difference of zero? It is Livingston. So Mark Wilson got two, and. Chris got five A 5-2 victory An absolute ah, doing yep. Chris Round of applause to you Well done Well done Thanks, Chris I played, uh, I played Roger Hanna last Aye, year Aye okay Chris Half you go <laughs> right Okay <laughs> Well listen exactly If you get a 7-6 defeat off Roger You, you know you're going to wipe the floor with Mark Don't you Well this is true Yeah Exactly ah, Well listen, done Chris, Chris. No, listen, I'll give him Chris that uh, to know, did he get Chef Wed? He did. did he get that? Do you know, do you know guys that know that need to get a life? I wished I'd played against you. I'd have done you in the tunnel. Honestly, I'd have had the better <laughs> Sorry? you. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, I'm on I'd have had a real go at you in the tunnel. Okay. I'd, have, I'd have spoke you. I'd have spoke to you right off your game. You'd have been all over the place. It's the same with But the, the thing is, we wouldn't have shared a tunnel because I played a level above oh, you. So. <laughs> No. It is true I do feel slightly sorry For, for him on a Thursday Because see any other night The, the pundit just gets to Just gets to go And answer the questions They don't have you Staring at them Laughing at them Slagging them Before they've started Oh, making faces Constantly making faces Oh yeah yeah but, uh, good, It is yeah. warm in here With the colour of your face Chris that was, was a shocker I find them difficult yeah, oh, we the we've, <laughs> <laughs> we've gathered that one. Ah, well, move on. We Chrissy, oh, give me the Roger Hammer. I, I just want you want to just. <laughs> 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 Enough well, of that. Then you can be lashing out. People put his phone in. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Um, at Clyde SSB is on Twitter as well So get all your thoughts in Whether it's about last night Whether it's about the weekend These two are pretty clear They think No question Celtic foot to the floor Win the game on Sunday And take your chance In the Old Firm game coming up I don't know Maybe you've got different opinions on that one John is a Celtic fan On the line uh, John what have you got for us tonight? Uh, two points tonight guys mm-hmm. uh, Good evening how are you doing? Good, Good thanks um, but as I heard Mark's making a comment on the radio no longer there uh, about Celtic not being able to put a glove on Rangers. Yep. I was wondering if he meant over the season or as in the old firm games that have been played this season. Um, well, listen, pretty much both. I know Celtic were in top uh, at the game at Ibrox. Ultimately still came out and lost it and didn't score, so uh, pretty but generally. I don't, had, I don't think Rangers put a glove on us that day, Mark. Because he didn't have a I shot. Listen, it, it doesn't really matter. They still won I the know, game. So I know he didn't win the game. Uh-huh. He won the game. But the same as was it last season, um, the cup game against Rangers. Mm-hmm. We were, we were all over us. We got a bit of luck and won the game. But again, people were saying Rangers were the best team. Nobody talking and say, "Well, Celtic just won the cup." You know what I mean, it was a case of. Rangers were a better team And Celtic got a better work I mean don't get me wrong John I, I admire your forensic Examination of what Word choice Mark Wilson uses But I think sort of speaking generally like We're talking about Rangers Wrapping the league up Before the split If it's this week It will definitely be before the split If it's next week It would still be before the split um, So, so the, the, the phrase Celtic haven't laid a glove on Rangers I don't think it's that controversial Is it Just because Celtic dominated The first half in one of the games well, I was going to say dominated the first half and won the games. They dominated most of the game. I mean, most of the game. They got a bit of luck with a deflection. They didn't have a shot on target. 
Yeah, John, I know, I know, you're, you're, you're clinging on here, John. I, I mean, yes. Look, we all agreed. I was in the studio that day. Celtic were better than what they were in the previous game against Rangers. Yeah, and they, 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 surpri- they surprised people and, <laughs> and they were very good in possession and they created chances and Alan McGregor made good saves. Yeah. I don't think anyone's doubting that. Ultimately, they still sat in the dressing room being beaten 1 0. So. I, I, I don't know where you're going with this but one what you should say To be fair then Is you should say Celtic haven't laid a glove on Rangers that, This season Apart from That period in the game mm. You yeah. need to okay, qualify I, I, it, Listen right? I, I retract my statement And oh. I'll upgrade it to <laughs> John to yours. John, <laughs> John I suppose other people would ask You know How much does that matter How much of a comfort is it to you That, that game at Ibrox Given everything else that's going on In the, in the bigger picture But I'm just talking then and the bigger scale of things, I going into the old fun game uh, at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. All right, so you mean take confidence from from the, the last performance? The players should take confidence there and maybe say it was so maybe they could maybe hold it off that wee bit mm-hmm. longer. Maybe they could beat Rangers' unbeaten record in the league this season, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Mark, to be fair, because of what's going on with the league and the points gap. Celtic will have to find confidence from somewhere So yeah, so it, yeah it might need to be that I know that they've lost the game But I'm sure that is something they'll, they'll possibly look at And look to replicate Because yeah, well, where I, else I, is it going to come of from? Of course, I still think Celtic have the quality of player That can beat Rangers on their day They have to play much better than what they have done In games this season Not just the, against Rangers As a whole, the season But it's, it's still the same quality players As they had last season And the season before you know, your Edwards, if they turn up, you know, Christie and so on and so forth, Turnbull plays to the top. They could take the invincible domestic uh, league season, uh, you know, winning thing away from Rangers. They could. The invincible league domestic season winning thing. That's not very catchy. Not very catchy, he's, but. He's having a shot. Beat the pundits rattled. Chris, yeah. Chris, I don't mean go, beat the Go and take a walk up down the corridor and a glass of water. I'm going to take a breath. You take over, Daz. <laughs> you know what I'm meaning. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're meaning. But like, what, uh, they've got the players to do it, but they need to be better than what they have done for the majority uh, of the season because they're coming up against a very good. Rangers team who like we've, we've seen it even in, uh, last night they don't play well but they still win games it's a great knack to have that in your side not playing well and winning games and Celtic have to find a way somehow to, to take that away from Rangers in a couple of weeks time from a selfish point of view I hope it goes to Celtic Park I've got to say the build up will be brilliant um, the game I think will be so exciting we can never Guarantee it's going to be a brilliant game of football But you can guarantee it's very exciting And I'll have plenty, plenty of talking points, Gordon So I do think mm. that Rangers will beat a very good St Mirren side at Ibrox And I think Celtic will beat Dundee United So I think we're in for an exciting couple of weeks So is that the way you see it, John, then? Definitely go all out, beat Dundee United at the weekend And, and that will give you the chance to stop Rangers winning the league Is that something you would thrive on as a Celtic fan? I think... It's all we can actually ask for now at this point of the season. Um, obviously, the week's won. It's gone anyway. You know what I mean? So we've got to try and get a bit of pride and self-belief for somewhere. You know what I mean? To finish the season off. Uh, so, I, as a Celtic fan, that's what I'd expect. I wouldn't expect him to lie down. As Daz as says earlier on there, uh, on the radio, he doesn't think that any Celtic or Rangers team would lie down and say, well, you know what? I want it over and done with before they come to play us. So, so the, the risk of it doesn't doesn't scare you, John, or, or make you feel uneasy that that prospect that after all this dominance, Rangers could potentially win the league at your place. Game. Say it again. Part of, game. Part of it. You know what I mean? That's the excitement. That's what 
that's what Celtic fans and Rangers fans watch these games for. You know what I mean? We're not here just to say, like, the game's there's the week's over, we'll throw a towel in for an old firm game. No, we've got to get an old firm's a good game, is an old firm game. No matter what the difference is in points or position in league, you want to get and you want to win that game. All right, yeah. John. Thank you very much. I was going to say, John, I, I played in one. Exact same. The circumstances, exact same. Neil Lennon wrapped up. Did you? Neil Lennon came in after Tony Mowbray. He had one game against Rangers. I was at Celtic Park, um, and the league was all yeah, all but wrapped up for Rangers, and it was just about saving face for us. We went into the game. We were fired up. Neil Lennon had his, you know, chomping at the bit, and we ended up we won that two one, and it was a great atmosphere in the dressing room after it because that's what it's about. The 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 Immediate aftermath of the game What that did to us as players And uh, and as a group It just lifted us from What had went on before So John Kennedy and the Celtic players Have that ahead of them And, and that's what they've got to You know, look for If it comes down to that decider In, in a couple of weeks time 01419511025 Let's bring in Mark Who's a Rangers fan From Liddingston Hi Mark Hi Barrow How's it going? Not bad, not bad Good man, what's your point? Um, it was just We've obviously got a big game Against Slavia Next Thursday mm-hmm. And uh, We only need a win and a draw So I'm, As a Rangers fan I would like to play A weekend team this weekend Rest some of the, the Top stars And just play for a draw Don't really feel confident That Celtic will win Against Dundee United So I would rather Win it ourselves Rather than Celtic Lose it for us Just wondering what the panel thinks So you don't, you don't want to just wrap it up Is this because you really want The chance to win it At Celtic Park Is that what you mean? Well, we need a draw and we need a win. We need four points. So, whether we win this weekend and get a draw against Celtic, or get a draw this weekend, three points to follow, at least against Celtic, um, it doesn't really make a difference. Well, I mean, look, I know Rangers are, are now within touching distance, Mark, but play for a draw this weekend. And then what, what if you don't beat Celtic? What if, it, if it's a draw there or, or you lose? I'm not saying that, that Celtic would then come back and win the league, but surely you want this to. You know, you want this to be to be wrapped up soon. Hundred percent. Yeah, but I don't feel I don't feel confident the Celtic would beat the United on the Sunday. So right. at least that way, if we draw, then the league's still open, so we can beat them. Um, Mark, no, Gordon, Stephen, Gerrard be thinking along those lines. No, absolutely no chance. He'll be one. He'll be looking to finish off the season the way he started. Gordon, it's been a terrific campaign for them. He wants to win every game. You seen the? You seen that last night? You know, at Livingston, you're thinking, right, okay. Even if it's a draw, it's not the worst result in the world just now. They're going to win the league. Um, you know, everybody touches about upon how Livingston, the pitch, and how hard a place it is to go. But his passion and his desire, and when he thought that um, it was Morelis had scored the goal, and he was up, and you you seen the passion in him. So you're not telling me that he's got to look to Saturday and think. I'll play a weekend team. What is a weekend team with Rangers just now? Because they've got a very good squad. You. And good. You. Oh, I'm a, call up. Oh, listen, I was a weekend team when I started at 16. Um, but I just think they've got such good players in every position. Competition for players. Uh, t- uh, places, sorry. So much to play for. So whether they change four or five uh, positions, I don't think it would matter, Gordon. Because all through the season, the Rangers manager's uh, uh, done that. And it's been successful. Alright Mark Good to hear from you 01419511025 Got a good full time teaser You two You better up your game After that beat the pundit performance Let's see what you're made of Uh, Loads of other big stories Doing the rounds We'll start turning our attentions To them next 
taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller are here. It's 0141 951 1025 to join in at Clyde SSB. On Twitter If you think we've missed a point tonight That you want brought up Then pick up the phone uh, Let us know They're always talking about all sorts in here On and off here I, I, I was a bit busy there during the break I heard you guys talking about Someone called Kieran Lee Who, who is he? What, what team does he play for? Uh, is, he a, is he a footballer? Should he I plays know? for all teams Should, should I know about him? Uh, I, I, as Mark was saying He was a big fan of his work I'll, I'll Google him right <laughs> later on In fact, If you're at home you, Google him You can Google him at home And tweet me And let me know uh, let, let me know who he plays for I just I overheard Mark and Gordon Something but Kieran Lee, um, I don't, I don't, I obviously don't know who that is. But but Mark was saying that he was a big fan, and um, I, I guess it maybe I don't know, maybe a signing target for someone in the summer. Who knows? So Google him, let me know who that is. Um, your your old pal Curious Creatures has <laughs> been on there. Uh, he says <laughs> Wilson took a doing a pundit way off the pace. Some dodgy, shocking answers. A red neck to match his face. It's time to turn the clock back to enhance his self-esteem. Bring back the Helly Hansen and head to Bombay Dreams. <laughs> Uh, if you've just tuned in for the first time You'll go I don't get any of that I've no idea And I can't be bothered explaining it But I think Very most good. of you will have um, Heard the show before <laughs> <He's done laughs> um, <laughs> Let me check Is Kieran, is Kieran oh, Lee One of the answers on this oh, teaser Bruce I, I, don't, I don't think he Bruce is son. Um, I, Producer Chris I just realised that We had a lot on And we were quite busy And I asked you to check this question And I was wondering if you actually had No and he's shaking his head Oh no This <laughs> This could be oh, Can you check it right now please Because usually I like to And I know you wouldn't tell By listening the amount of times We get it wrong But I like to at least give it a wee uh, A quick once over um, to, to see what we're mm. dealing with Anyway Murray Please tell me Murray That your question is Is at least close And um, Murray You get the blame if it's not right If there's any problems with this question Blame, blame Murray And not me um, It's full time at Clyde1.com Murray says Since 1990 Seven players who have played for the old firm have been sent off at a FIFA World Cup. Can you name them? Murray says since 1990, seven players who've played for the old firm have been sent off at a World Cup. Gaza. Ga- yeah. No. What? What do you mean? What do you mean? Played for Rangers. Right. Was sent, sent off? off. Was, it not a, was it not a booking that ruled them out? Oh! I said he started, started crying I said I brought you down to my level Cattuso <laughs> No not according, not according to Murray And I need to, I need to admit here I just didn't check this I should have No but I'm, I'm, I, think I trust Murray I trust Cattu- Murray's Cattuso's judgment Cattuso's not one? No My man Is that a Russian player in there? <sighs> no 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 <laughs> what right, okay. sure? Since 19 What did you say 90, 90. Terry Butcher? No Graham Roberts No Gary Stevens No There are no Englishmen on the list Okay let's go Irish (laughs) Uh, Roy Keane No (laughs) He gets sent home from a World Cup But I don't think he gets sent off That's what you meant Sent off at a World Cup Shadoury Mark's old pal No he was one of the answers last night Funnily enough I didn't hear that Yeah Yeah, not tonight My god Why not start close to home well, Scotland, right? Right. So, okay. who gets sent off for Scotland? A Burnley, a Lambert, a Craig Burnley. Craig Burnley. Burnley. Ah, that's what I said. Craig Burnley. Aye. Yes. Against uh... Norway. Norway. There we go. Craig Burnley is on the list. Well done. <laughs> 
you to our whole list <laughs> of this <laughs> They got that one Right we're looking for another six players Who've played for the old firm And been sent off at a FIFA World Cup since 1990 Someone's going to tweet me and say Gordon what are you on about There's 17 and not 7 I don't know <laughs> Murray has sent me 7 So have a bit of fun with it Peter McLean's been in touch to say Kieran Lee supports Derby <laughs> County I'm sure he does He does support <laughs> Derby Does he? Does he? I don't um, know who this guy is I'm going to need to <laughs> Well uh, your mic is going off Before you follow up on that one Um Let's speak to Davey Who is a Rangers fan From Kirkintilloch Davey what's your point tonight? Uh, it's about your referees pal Oh they're not my um, referees But on you go Okay it's about the referees <laughs> right. And the linesmen uh-huh. And how they seem like it away we are, I'm, I'm phoning up I'm a, man, a gambler than a football fan oh. And the amount of football coupons That have been bust through Bad referees decisions And I'm wondering How you feel That they should be Bro, air the coals Just like the football players are And any manager But they seem like it away Scott free Every week And that was a they, they, He really Put a bad influence on that game last night We know it's like If you're a football team You're coming out one nothing up You're you're happier You've got more time on the ball Let them attack Catch them on the break Score a goal But no, that wasn't the way The second half was laid out last night Second half Rangers had to go again And try this through bad refereeing Yeah see to be fair right I've heard that comparison before And I, I, I get it to a level Davey right But players don't get hauled over the coals Or punished Or pulled up for just innocent mistakes You know if a, if a striker skies the ball over the bar from, from two yards Or a goalkeeper lets one through his legs That's a mistake and, and they need to live with it So if referees are making innocent mistakes Then you know is, Should the same process not follow If it's an innocent mistake And I'm not saying he did deliberately done that That sounds but a bit like you know, Oh well Well That's not what I'm meaning pal Okay And it's not just that one referee There's a barrel load of them mm. And it's the other decisions are And you can't I'm, All I'm saying is that It's not that You can't approach them It's like They're a lot of their cell Maybe doesn't mean you, you, you see you're, you've got whatever team you support, and you're, you see a bad refereeing decision, and maybe he's had a right howler, and you're not allowed to do nothing about that as a team. There's a lot of money involved in football, pal. A lot of money, and you've got to put up with this. Well, until such times, though, as we create referees, Davey, who do not make mistakes and cannot make mistakes, then it's always going to happen, is it not? Because you want to, you want to essentially ban them, I guess, or stand them down um, from a bad game. If we do that, we will not have enough refs. We won't have any refs left. Well, I don't. I will. See, that's another thing I'm, that, that, that I need to have. See, you keep saying that. I've heard other people saying that there isn't enough refs. How is that? Do you wonder? Is it maybe because of the money? Is it the money, do you think? The wages compared to what the football players get and the managers and everybody else that's linked to football. Well, the top, the top class referees are part time, and they and get they decent get money dec- on top of it. They get decent money. Let me tell you. Right, well, do you know what? I, I get. There's a more general point about is there accountability? Are you allowed to just keep in mistake after mistake after mistake, and and nothing's done about it? So I do get that, but I, I was just trying to test some of the, the you know, the the, the points there. What, what do you make of, of Davy's take I, I, I on to- it? Uh, well, I totally agree <laughs> with what you said, Gordon. I think that if we start standing referees down for make mistakes, then we're going to have even worse quality of referees um, You know Referees have come in For a bit of criticism Over the last f- Well 
since we've all played it, it seems to be the easy way out. It's a very difficult job. Everybody knows that. I even heard the Rangers manager saying last night, as much as he was angry with John Beaton, that he tries to defend him, stick up for him, because he realises how difficult a job it is. And as I say, you look at that situation last night, did John Beaton get it wrong? Yes, he did. There's no doubt in that. But the speed of play, I think there's a lot of people out there looked at that and thought, you know, I would probably have gave the decision that John Beaton gave it. I don't understand the booking, but I'd, I wouldn't have given the penalty. I thought it wasn't a penalty. And then when you see it back again, it's a stonewall penalty. John Beaton will probably look at that replay. Unfortunately for John Beaton last night, he didn't have that privilege. Like I say, Mark, I do get parts of it about accountability. It is, is the accountability there. And lots of people will agree with Davey on that. But if we're talking about mistakes, and I know people might mean more Serial offenders But take the weekend's card For it for, for, Just for instance right Kilmarnock drew with Dundee United Tommy Wright felt They were absolutely robbed They were denied the goal And it should have stood right So if we put that as a mistake And we stand that ref down uh, St Mirren Ross County Most people don't think It should have been a penalty They think St Mirren Got away with one Majorly mm. Which could Send Ross County down Let's be honest It could play a big part in it So are we standing him down as well This is on the same weekend Remember um, Was Derek McInnes upset About something At Celtic Park um, yeah, I think he did. He think he should have. No, was that the week before? Maybe it was the previous one. Previous week, right? Yeah. Okay, but you, you get where I'm going with this. And then yeah. straight away, there's last night as well. And Brian Rice thought that St Johnson's equaliser was offside, and ultimately that could relegate Hamilton as well. So I get the frustration, but how would you police that then? What and, and who decides what's a mistake big enough to get to get you yeah. down from uh, games? Yeah, it's very difficult to do. I can understand fans uh, want to see accountability because. You know, it means so much for their teams. Um, but how you do it, I don't know. But I, I just think, you know, referees could be more relatable to fans to to make them understand, you know, that they do make mistakes. You know, John Beaton, no doubt, as Daz says, would have sat down and watched that last night and went, oh, I made an error. I think he, he would have first thought he made an error when he seen Steven Gerrard coming on the pitch. And that's why I said they could be more relatable to managers, players, and even fans after the game. Now, I've heard the arguments before. People don't want to hear from refs. And they'll only get asked questions about bad decisions they've made. Maybe so. But we're quick to, to stick microphones in front of young players who have made mistakes or who are doing well, who aren't media trained. And I've made the argument before. I don't think referees should have this their own little circle where it's pretty impenetrable to anybody to get any answers. And they're only accountable to their seniors who, who mark them in the stands And we don't hear anything else about it I think there could be a middle ground Where we hear something from them They're they're more relatable to managers They speak to them in a better tone They speak to players in a better tone And I think they would get a fairer deal Off everybody Just midpoint there does Is just moving his mic And just, uh, just uh, making as much noise as he can To me <laughs> he's shut up <laughs> oh, was anything new, else was, to add? No, no, I was moving my mic about. Um, no, I, I just think that uh, it's unfortunate that it seems to be highlighted, and then people come on and they want to uh, stand referees down. We've not got the greatest referees in the country, and if you look down south, and we all love the match of the day in the European I mean, my, my my goodness, right? And with VAR as well. Yeah, Gordon. What about that at the weekend? The the Brighton game. 
Oh, they're wasting oh, yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. if they've not they're seen it. Unbelievable. I mean, seriously, yeah. the free kick is all over the place. And that, again, I know I'm, you can accuse me of cherry picking because it's one example, but it seems to be happening a lot. And they're not only do they have their full time refs, which apparently we are we are struggling because we don't have them, and the VAR. Well, uh, the game after he was stood down as one of the officials Calf injury. injury Apparently yeah. But there you go I, 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 People can take what they want from that But I think reading into it <laughs> The authorities may have looked at that And thought, no, he's he's punished But it was a horrendous decision It's no easy way of doing it um, But surely Surely they can be more The easier to talk to And more responsive to managers and players And if there's somewhere down the line That they could come out And explain their decisions Sometimes Not every time Sometimes Then I may go a long way To help them Uh, Right thanks a lot To Davey In Kirkintillock What we got on Twitter So so helpful out there Anton Deck He's tweeted me as well There's one from Laurie Not that Laurie Um Oh, oh, oh right That's Kieran Oh that's Kieran Lee Alright he's not He's not a footballer at all Right I've oh, Wow I've picked up the wrong end Yeah, of the, yeah delete that from, from your phone I've picked up the wrong end Of the stick here When I was um, When I was When well, I was listening to Wow right okay no, let, Let's go back to the football um, Gerard My goodness It's uh, unbelievable I'm, I'm not speaking Through a break again What a standard Right let's bring in Gerard In Cope Bridge And see what he's got For us Hi Gerard Hi Gordon, how you doing? And how are you Gordon and Mark? I hope you're all doing well. Thank yes, you, what's yeah, your yeah. point for the guys? It was a wee, a wee question to Mark, uh, please Gordon if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually a couple of points. Uh, one of them is the way Rangers fans are coming on and now saying, oh, and I can get I can get them, I really do, I get it. They're winning their first trophy in so many years. and But at the end of the day, it's only Stephen Gerrard's Third, uh, first trophy mm-hmm. in so many bloody years, right? And the the former chairman of the club, King, when he left, he, he made the point to say that Rangers will have to sell their biggest players to continue this. Now, my other point is, the fact is that Celtic have done nine twice and in the, the procedure of that, they completed the four, the mm-hmm. quadruple yep. treble. Now, in my eyes, if, if Rangers were going for, they've done nine in a row and they're going for the quadruple treble, then I would be worried. I feel whenever the Celtic get their new manager, they'll have to reclaim the title. So Rangers could win the next four, five, six, seven titles and you, you still wouldn't be worried because it wouldn't be nine? No, well, that's just what I'm saying. Well, that's the way it's done. Uh, Gordon, uh, Celtic done nine under Jock Steen. Rangers done nine under Walter Smith. Yep. Now Celtic have done it again. So, the way that all the Rangers fans are coming on and saying this, that, and the next thing, then... So, so, only so they, what, what, what should they do then? I mean, they have been... Getting battered off Celtic for the last few seasons, miles ahead. Everyone telling them that you know it was going to be years before they would catch up and so on. And they've now pr- it looks like they're going to romp to this league, Gerard. But but you think they should just say, "Ah, oh, well, it's not that good because we've not won nine yet." I mean, that's surely not the way it works, is it? No, not at all, Gordon. Not at all. They're quite and uh, they're quite entitled. Yeah, to celebrate their league, and what they should be celebrating more is. The first one they've had under their new manager, right? And it's took them nearly three years to get it. So what happens then if Celtic come in next year 
under new management, whatever, and take it back off them. Well, they may well do, Mark, yeah. but it won't. It won't take anything away from the way the Rangers well, fans feel this season. I, I mean, you have to go to Hugh Evans, who was on the show in nineteen ninety eight when it happened, and and Celtic. You know, I'm sure the phone lines were pretty busy here with Celtic fans after the years they had to endure. You know, celebrating and of course Rangers won <laughs> won the title the next year. So. Look, Rangers fans are entitled to celebrate because it's been a long old time for them. You know, not not only the league title, but you know, not winning a trophy uh, hurts when you're paying your money every week for season tickets and you're travelling up and down the country watching your team and and having hope for where Rangers have came from, um, and and sitting back and watching your greatest rivals win everything. So, listen, they're quite entitled, and I think we saw a glimpse of that last night when you see fireworks going off outside the stadium. Um, and se- apparent celebration um, And that's going to be the case That's the way it is in Glasgow It'd be the same as Celtic won the 10 The phone lines would be jam-packed every night here With people saying it's the greatest achievement uh, In the Scottish game And it would be But you have to concede to the other side When they stop you And have had a season like they've done That they're entitled to their celebration uh, Thank you Gerald and Coatbridge Let's see what you two have on this teaser mm. Since 1997 players who've played for the old firm Have been sent off at a FIFA World Cup We're struggling here I can see that Craig Burley's the only one you've got No no we've got more than that Mialbe been sent off No He's played in a few World Cups Give us a couple of clues Gordon Already? Yeah <laughs> I mean He's winning the stand- I must say the standard on, on Twitter is Outstanding Like genuinely, they, Yeah yeah uh, Flying uh, uh, I take it most of them are right back. Uh, <laughs> right back? No. Yeah, why? No, not right back position. I meant back in the years. All oh, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant right full back. back. Why? Since nineteen ninety, what more do you want me to say? For for what it's worth, I've not been any in the last couple of World Cups. There you go. There you go. So right. Okay. So nineteen ninety four. Joe Gilligan's got one. Mike, Mickey T's got one. Cameron McCreeth might have them all. No, he's got a couple that are not there, but he's. William Proctor as well Mark Brown The standard out there is excellent The Daddle standard Purcell. in here is no. Hopeless Daddle Purcell No, no I think, um, right, There's no Scottish left Correct Right uh, Van Bronckhurst Yes, yes! Well done 2006 Giovanni Van Bronckhurst well I think done. Dutch There was loads of Dutch players Weren't there Arthur Newman Now we're talking oh, Look at that see, What Dutch. a team What a team Yeah right, yeah right yeah on. Give me another country Dutch. Give me another country uh, One of the De Boers uh, you're done with the Dutchman Alright All right, move, move on Move on, on. Germans Germans No Germans Right I'll give you some thinking time We'll get some answers next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Much excitement in the studio Because Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Think that they've made some good progress On this teaser So let's find out Thank you to Murray Leckie For sending the question in And if you want to hear your question At any point in the future The address you need Is fulltime At Clyde1.com He wants to know Since 1990 Seven players have played for the old firm And have been sent off At a World Cup Can you name them You've got Craig Burley Arthur Newman Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Go on Mark I'll give you the glory Elhaz Juf No <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> done me again You two are so delighted With that shout Oh I knew that was coming I knew that was coming I did Right Did Key Sung Young No He's not the type is he 
Um, Vladimir Weiss, no. Nah. Argentinas. The standard, Argentinas. the standard Argentinas. is brilliant on um. Argentinas. On, ah, <laughs> on, on Twitter, is that, is that Argentinians you were looking uh, for? No, Argentinas. Argentinas. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a couple of good Argentinas. Kaffers has got a few. They always get sent. Uh, Token Jester might have them all. Actually, Scott Mitchell's got a couple, but he's forgotten that I wasn't talking about '86. It's from '90 onwards. Um. Here, this, this obviously got to be somebody 90 You two are hopeless So I don't think this will give you much of a clue uh-huh. Fraser says Does Insert name here Count Even though he didn't get on Now that's important Because I think this guy was maybe the only I think he was the first And maybe the only player He was sent off And he didn't go in the park And he didn't even get on Oh I still wouldn't get that Would you? No. He was sent off from the bench I'm sure the bench? Yeah. For what? Give us a year It was 2002 Country mm. Korea no. no It was against Sweden If I tell you his country You will get it No but tell us then. Tell us He's, he's an Argentina Whatever it was you said What did he do Argentina oh, the Argentinas oh, I, I played with Rangers Canesia uh, Canesia Claudio Canesia yeah, Sent off from the bench Against Sweden In a, a group That's, match uh, He'd love to hear that What boy. did he do? Uh, that's like descent or something. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I think it was. Um, uh, Canisia, right? Yeah. That's just a hard one. Yeah, three yeah. to get. Okay, let's bring in Billy, who's a Rangers fan. What's on your mind, Billy? Yeah, hi there, hi there, panel. Hello. I'm just, uh, I'm just want to put a wee appeal there, mm-hmm. um, and an appeal to the to the shopkeepers of Scotland. Is basically whoever sold Gerard. That boy that was on there with that phone call there. Whoever sold them that big bag of grapes, can he get his money back? Because they must have been sour. <laughs> oh, right. Very, I was wondering where that was bag going. Of grapes, well set up, Billy. Well, that was well executed, wasn't it? No, you're not You're not that impressed no, with that line. No. That's Billy's big moment. I was okay. You having that? Come on. I thought it was all right. Uh, I don't uh, to that. I was good, Billy, yeah, but. Like, sort of, what, mid table, like, room for improvement or, like, European. Well, if, for a European if, if, I'm in, if I'm in control We're not hearing Billy's voice on you You're cutting him <laughs> off for that Nah I'm much I'm far more generous than that um, Billy What what in particular Irked you About the, the previous point I, I just thought it was just I mean we can all You can shout about Celtic's been nine in a row Rangers have done nine in a row Yeah we've both done nine in a row Yes but Celtic's done it twice Listen Look up your history books pal Rangers had done it 55 times Celtic he had done it 55 times We're the world record holders We're the world's most successful club The facts don't lie Tell Gerard to go on to Google And just read up a wee bit on his history Before he comes on with his sour grape stuff there And Google Kieran Lee while you're at it Gerard <laughs> uh, If you're listening <laughs> Oh no, please um, don't <laughs> Yeah God It's kind of difficult for us to Sort of analyse or dissect these points Because Gerard's trying to go bragging rights From a Celtic fan uh, Billy's shown as the Rangers fans bragging rights I don't know what, what, what we really say Other than to leave them to it Yeah, that's the only way we uh, can get about I mean, business. Rangers are going to enjoy their moment quite clearly Of course Reg- and Regardless of whether Celtic have Celtic have been cleaning up recently Of course, we know mm. that But, you know I- and the biggest part of the enjoyment for Rangers supporters, Gordon, is the fact that they're stopping 10 in a row. That's, that's massive as well. Steven Gerrard was brought in for that to stop 10 in a row. He's achieved that. Now, Celtic supporters, they've been brilliant 9 in a row and everything that went along with it and the trophies and the Brendan Rodgers. 
you will never get these t- mm. uh, two sets of supporters to agree. They'll always have a dig at each other. That's what makes a programme. Billy, good to hear from you. That was Billy in Alloa, 01419511025. And let's hear a bit from Brian Rice before we go. He says there's no need to panic despite Hamilton remaining bottom. They conceded a late equaliser against St Johnson last night, uh, which means they're below Kilmarnock on goal difference. Uh, at the moment The manager though Fairly relaxed Disappointed to lose The, the late late goal we Scored a fantastic goal To get in front uh, I thought we defended Ever so well I've seen the goal I think it's offside I think it's offside But It doesn't matter What we think now The, re- the linesman obviously Didn't think so at the time Our assistant referee Whatever you call him. So It's just one of those things uh, But Once again You've seen a team out there Fighting Fighting like hell and it's another point. We've been over the course before. This time of the season, you know, you can either deal with it or you can't deal with it. And I know my lads can deal with it. You know, so it's just a matter of now going out. Uh, a win can put you up a couple of places, a draw keeps you where you are. Although, it puts us level with Kilmarnock now, we've still got our game in hand. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Well, well brought up at Brian Rice, saving me the, the trouble. I said they were levelling points, and they are, and Hamilton's goal difference is inferior to quite. You know, quite significantly, twelve goals worse off than Kilmarnock, but they do have their game in hand. It is so tight down there. So you're looking at bottom place, Hamilton on twenty five points, same as Kilmarnock, like we said, game in hand. Ross County are on twenty six points, and they've played the same as Hamilton, so they've both got a game in hand um, over Kelly. Motherwell have got a little bit of a gap, six points better off than than Ross County, Gordon DL. How's that shaping up? Three-way fight, Gordon, for me. So Muddle, don't... Uh, no, I told no. you, I told you weeks ago, and they got a great result against Tibbs. So they'll they'll do that to the end of the season. They'll have their... I'll give you my, use, my useless stat of the night. You know, I was trying to give you one to go, send go. you to sleep if you're struggling. Over the last 10 years, the average points that you need to get 10th, so safety, mm. is... 35 and a half, if you can, if you can do that, right? Mm. So 35, 36 points. Over the last 10 years, would guarantee it. In, in, in the last few seasons it's been it's been fewer than that 33 and 34 have done it for you in the last few seasons so Motherwell are on 32 at the moment but you know these things can fluctuate depending on the strength of the league and how tight it is down there I think you'll need more than 35 this year right I, I really do I think to I, be 10th yeah you sure yeah so will Kilmarnock and Hamilton both get more than 10 points from here and Ross count well, no, you'd need two of them I need two of them yeah I think, I think when it goes to the split Gordon they're capable of winning Two, three games, right? Both teams are. Well, would it be 10 points but, then? But, right, okay, well, four games. Um, <laughs> I, I call it a joke. <laughs> he didn't do his math there no, before he made that statement. Yeah, exactly. I've had a little. Nah, there's games there. before the split, all, though, as well. All, yeah, all I'm saying is I think Motherwell will be safe, very safe, right? I would never write off Hamilton. We make the same mistake every season writing off Hamilton. They were a bit unlucky last night. They could have picked up their three points easily. That's the sort of team Hamilton are. They've got young players there that will go right to the end of the season. They'll give everything for Brian Rice. So I think that, and Kilmarnock just now, with a new manager, it's not really kicked in. They're still needing something. Our game gets a tough time sometimes, Mark, and, and we sometimes are our own worst enemy. St. Johnson, Hamilton, St. Johnson, not the most glamorous fixture. People are critical of the pitch, but. How about the standard of goal oh. In a one-all draw Both of them Outstanding goals Unbelievable um, The Hamilton goal What a finish It was uh, Curled in the top corner From Callahan. Um And equally The St Johnson goal Great team move And a, a great finish uh, Touch from Melamed oh, And the quick finish touch, Outside yeah. of the boot Brian yeah, Rice can, he, I don't know if he's seen More angles He's pretty sure it's offside 
Can you tell from what, what we've seen? No, listen, not what we've seen And that's the big debate that VAR and stuff like that Do the smaller teams get a fair gig You know, from camera angles and stuff Oh no. yeah, well, VR yeah, wouldn't have yeah. that You're talking about retrospective Exactly, I, I mean, we, we can't tell um, from the side right, But Brian okay. White, Rice was Let's certain. leave it there Because you need to find three more players Who've played for the old firm And have been sent off at a World Cup since 1990 You've got Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Claudio Canidia Who didn't even make it on Arthur Newman And Craig Burley I did say that the standard on here is Good Yeah brilliant Yeah really good mm, uh, The standard in the studio Is not as yeah, good not the same so yeah. um, I think we're going to need countries Yeah Yeah, please Right you've got two Celtic One <clears throat> Rangers left I think Okay so where's the Rangers one from? Sweden Oh Sweden um, Jonas Tern Yes Well done Jonas Tern Get a, 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 some knowledge 94 Once I get a clue Should have done that at 7 o'clock Right 98 <laughs> Former Celtic player Denmark Ah uh, Van uh, Vickers Vickers Morten It's a worrying for you that you're on his level He said Van, van. And clicked his fingers and you yeah, said Vickers And the last one Go Maybe he was on the teaser last night I think Sometimes we get two nights in a row And a completely different question 1990 For Czechoslovakia That is no Check it out now Czechoslovakia Who did he play no, for? A team You'd yeah. have worshipped this guy Growing up Oh no He's not a right back Don't worry about that Of course not Too skillful to be a right back Oh no Come on Daz Come on 1990 uh-huh. You were Celtic Right at it 90s Absolute hero for, for Celtic fans of that generation So he came to Celtic after that Think Hugh Keevans Who will he Maravchik Lubo Maravchik Has he been sent off he At the Cup there we oh go. Way. Thank you to Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. We are back tomorrow at six. Hugh Evans will be back. Johnny Campbell is up next.